season is officially upon us. And like I said, I'm going to try to hit up all these bowl games. What, 41, including the championship, 42 games. Uh, we start out today in the Bahamas. <laughs> and uh, this has been going on for this past decade, this bowl game, which is interesting. I, you know, I'm all for this. I, I don't understand all the economic ramifications and everything else to this stuff. But, um, but you have two teams that are 6-6 six and six in this game. And again, to me, that's that shouldn't be a bowl game. It shouldn't be a being a part of a playoff. I call it the playoffs of postseason. Uh, but it is what it is. Actually, both of these teams were expected to be better. Um, they they had some uh, injuries at quarterback. Both of them. It really hit up Miami of Ohio worse than uh, UAB uh, because Miami of Ohio didn't have any experience behind it. Uh, with the injury uh, to Brett Gabbert, who's Blaine Gabbert's younger brother. Uh, Brett Gabbert's a good, quick-game kind of passer. And uh, Chuck Martin, the head coach, you know, he runs a, it's a Brian Kelly style of spread and uh, power spread. And uh, Gabbert did a really good job from Miami of Ohio last year, but he got injured in the first game this year. They had a tough start to the st- tough starting schedule. They were up against Kentucky. And... Um, in came a totally, you know, unused uh, freshman, uh, Avion Smith, but he's a good runner. And they sh- sort of had to shift their offense to a more read option and, and a lot of RPOs too, run pass options. And uh, it, it, it sort of worked to a degree. Uh, and then Brett Gebert came back in the middle of the year and they lost and, and it wasn't so good because they, 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 they weren't really adjusting that well between the more passing quarterback and the running quarterback. It was interesting. And then he was hurt again, and now he's just going to get a red shirt. And Avion Smith is finishing out. And actually, Miami did better at the end of the year on offense when they just went fully to the you know the more spread-to-run style. Uh, and also, if you're going to throw at the RPO kind of stuff. So Avion Smith does well on that. But in the end, the offense never really... They, they were supposed to have a good offense this year and also a good team. And vie for the title uh, in their conference, and they ended up, you know, five hundred with a and a couple of bad losses uh, in the middle of the year. Um, to it was, I think. Let me see here. Who were those losses to? Because this, to me, was the year for Miami uh, when they lost these games. Bowling Green and Western Michigan. And they were both relatively close, relatively low scoring. Again, without their starting quarterback. Actually, I think, is that when their starting quarterback came back? Uh, no, not against Boiling Green. It, it was it was still Avion Smith. Yep, Brett Gabbert did come back against Western Michigan, and that's where they didn't really move the, you know, do much until the end of the game. It took some time to get rolling. And then they were able to beat Akron with Brett Gabbert. And then they got knocked by Ohio, who's had a great year. Gabbert was in that one. It, it just it, it, here's what I'm leading to here: it's the offensive line. They had most of their guys back, and the one guy they were replacing, they replaced him with a star from Holy Cross, a good player, a good guard from Holy Cross. You figured that offensive line was going to do a good job. The stuff that the highlights I watched, they were getting their butts whooped, especially in the passing game and the pass protection. Uh, the run game was a little better. 
And again, I don't understand what what went on here. I, I, I wonder if it's somewhat schematic and if it's somewhat about, the, again, the switches back and forth from a passing quarterback to a running quarterback. I don't know if there were some injuries in there I don't know about, but they seem to be playing throughout the year, these guys. But now one of them has entered the transfer portal. Maybe their best lineman entered the transfer portal. So they're now without him. And I, I just think, I, I just have a feeling it was something schematically going on there that it just didn't work out. They, that line was disappointing. And I think to me that was the biggest picture besides actually having the starting quarterback hurt. Because I think, you know, Avion Smith in the running game, it, it, it works. And I think, I just, I really think they needed to win those. Those two games were winnable games. But the problem too is you, you know, these guys are also trying to win. <laughs> Bowling Green, Western Michigan. Western Michigan had a longtime coach. Bowling Green's more of a newer guy. But it's like uh, the same thing with UAB in the middle of the year. They had a big uh, loss to Florida Atlantic and then to Rice. Uh, Rice was earlier than Florida Atlantic. Well, Florida Atlantic has a Taggart there, and they're trying to really re- rebuild there and, re- and rebirth their culture. So these teams, you know, nobody, it's not easy out in the landscape. It's very competitive. It can switch on a dime, and, you know, that's part of the problem. So just those two games alone in Miami of Ohio could have been vying for the title. And instead, they're six and six in a bowl. But coming into this one, uh, I do, you know, I do think they have found some solid footing with a, a running, a spread off, a spreaded running power spread type of offense. And uh, but I don't like losing their linemen that they lost in the transfer. And their defense has been a lot better. They lost a lot of guys on defense, and that was expected to be a a, a bad, you know, an, an issue. And they actually. Uh, did well on defense this year. I think they, at least scoring wise, they might have done better. So, and their defensive backs, they got some guys in, some new guys in, and they did pretty well. But then they had some injuries back there too, Miami. So, you know, it, it, you know, we'll see how the defense holds up. Um, both of these teams run; they don't run that high a tempo. Chuck uh, Martin is not a big tempo guy, and I used to think the former UAB coach. Uh, Bill Clark ran some more tempo. I don't know, Bryant Vincent, his longtime offensive coordinator, who's the head coach this year, not as high on tempo. So so we'll see how much scoring there actually is. On UAB's side, you know, an incredible story there. That could be a whole other podcast, but how they lost their football program and it came back and Bill Clark stuck with it. And he's done an incredible job with culture. He's sort of a spread option sort of guy. Uh, but also his his background from a guy that learned from Tony Franklin, who was an air raid guy, but he was actually the first guy to really adding the run in. But there's another thing here. Bryant Vincent. So Bryant Vincent was under with Bill Clark for a while and another coordinator with Bill Clark, and they were both more spread option. But Bill, but Bryant Vincent learned from Hal Mummy, and he was made big time air raid. But... The thing is, Mummy always was into the run. He always used two backs originally. And he had a little more run in his stuff. And then so did and Troy, Tony Franklin really went towards that, about you have to have the power with the spread. And then Holgerson really took off on that. So Mike Leach is the guy that really just flew into the pure pass spread out of it. Uh, these other guys weren't quite as much. So there's more power to the air raid than people kind of know, the original air raid. But anyways, the bottom line is, so Brian Vincent's a mummy guy, and then he has, then he's under Bill Clark. So this is a definite spread with air raid, uh, you know, ideals. But 
there's a decent amount of running, and especially based on their talent. Dylan Hopkins, their quarterback's a real great leader, but not the greatest passer. And and Dwayne McBride was a great runner, and they have a real good line for blocking for the run. So, yeah, they do a lot of run. But now McBride is, I think, choosing to forego, choosing to forego this game, not play the game. They have a good backup in Jamar Brown. He's a really good backup running back, but he's not nearly the same as McBride. McBride's fantastic. He's going to try to get in the pros. So, you know, now there you go on that end. And, you know, it's just a volatile landscape. (laughs) This whole, I mean, this whole thing with the, the transfer portal, you don't know who that, with guys sitting games out, with coaches moving around all over the place, assistants and head coaches, I mean, it is like you have to, and then, you know, injuries always were a thing, but you have to like be right on this to even know, have any guess of what may happen. So as we, for this game, for instance, two disappointing years, again, back to UAB, they lost to, yeah, Rice and Florida Atlantic, that those two games could have changed their season too, just like Miami. So the middle of the season for both of these teams sort of set the stage little different with UAB or a lot different. Bill Clark being gone, huge. Yes, Brian Vincent's been there, but Bill Clark was their leader, was their head coach, was a great culture. Brian Vincent tried to continue it, but now they're not. They're going in a different direction. Trent Dilfer will be the new head coach next year. They're not going with Brian Vincent. You could see it. I watched their highlights throughout the year, and I was checking in on them, and it was up and down um, with their energy. You could tell. It was a, a cultural thing. It was up and down. It wasn't, you know, when they really put their head to it and their focus and they were aligned, they had the talent and they could have been the best team. I mean, UTSA and and, that, and UAB were the best and UAB had some, like I said, letdowns there. And uh, Dylan Hopkins did get hurt but at one point, but Jacob Zero is even a better talent. He's a heck of a, he's a high recruit. I think he was at Baylor, if I'm correct. Yeah, Baylor transfer. And you know, yes, he made major mistakes. That's the difference. Hopkins doesn't make the mistakes, and he's a better, he's a stronger leader, and this team knows Hopkins. So I like Hopkins being the quarterback better, and he he should play this game. But actually, like I said, Zero had the better talent. So, you know, UAB, there was a the shift. Bill Clark not being there was a big deal, and then now you have like a lame duck coach today. So what is that going to mean? And now their best, their top player isn't going to play. Okay. Well, on Miami's side, disappointing year too, but they won a couple games at the end. Martin's sort of good at finishing up. That's his MO. But I think he's a little stale on his schemes a little bit. I think that's what hurt the offensive line and some of the offense this year. I really do. It should have been their offense that was leading, not their defense. It was the other way around. And I think their defense still isn't quite isn't as talented as last year. So you're kind of, remi- you know, so let's see what happens when they face some talent in the offense this, against UAB. And even without McBride, like I said, Brown is good. And Hopkins is strong. And if he gets hurt, Zero is a good talent. I mean, let's just see how Miami holds up. But the big question is the energy. I mean, and that's what the problem with all this is. Lame duck on one side, lame duck coach. Another kind of a static, stale, not a great year. You know, I, I kind of lean towards what a lot of people are saying. Give Miami the points. Still take UAB, but give Miami the points. Um, because I think this could be real close, and I think Miami could definitely win this. But in saying that, I sort of wonder, and this is speculation, this is where, how do you predict this? You can analyze this to death, and then are these kids for UAB going to give, because Brian Vincent's been there, and he was a big part of this program rebirth with Bill Clark. 
are these kids, and I know these kids have been up and down all year. It was a big change losing Bill Clark. But in this final game, to send out this coach, are they going to be really fired up and put it all together? And if they do, they're the better team. They, have, they really have the more talent, even without McBride. But again, I don't like McBride not being there. But honestly, I don't like that lineman who left, uh, who's not playing for Miami. And, and their offensive line struggled. That could be a problem. See, so I, I would sort of give Miami the points. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if UAB just has a big game. And like we saw in the football championships, which I still have to review those ones. I want to review those. Um, the, I'm sorry, the conference championships. We saw a lot of that where the game should have been close, could have been close. The teams were close, but something went awry. Like the one coach was a lame duck coach for Coastal Carolina. They knew he was leaving and they didn't show up, you know. So, you know, those are the things. So UAB, maybe they don't show up. But on the other hand, I'm going to bet that they do. And if they really play hard the whole 20, the whole game for their coach, that's for Bryant Vincent, they could really romp. But I'm going to take the points with Miami. But I still think UAB will win. That's my guess. Tough call. These All these games are like crazy. For me, the purpose is just to get a, an idea of the landscape, which is incredibly volatile. But I at least want to have an idea as we move out of this year and head into next year. And if you're trying to follow talent, you almost have to make that a full-time job. Good luck on that if you're following the personnel because that's just crazy now with the transfer stuff.